0: Thank You, Lord. Lord, we praise You for another opportunity to come before You and worship You and and learn of You and seek You, Lord. And we pray that Your Word would go forth, that there would be strong anointing and good utterance and revelation in this service today that as your word goes forth that it would be your words, your plans, your ideas, not the concepts of a man, but your very words. And we purpose to be good hearers and doers of this word. And we purpose by faith that every good thing that you place in us today, we will use it in our lives and use it to help others. And we give you praise in advance for every good thing that will come forth through this service tonight. Yes. And we give you the glory in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. Glory to God. Oh, He's a good God. Well, Brother Moore is back from, from where he was, and uh, Mrs. Moore kept him. <laughs> yeah, she, she kept him for a day. And you can imagine why. And if you can't, you better start hugging your wife a little bit, guys. (laughs) Better go get them a present or something. Make them want you around. Amen? But she kept him. Uh, But uh, we'll see him Sunday. Amen? You guys can wait that long, aren't you? It's good to have ministers that you miss when they're not here, isn't it? You know, I... uh, I have listened to and I know many of you have listened to him for years before the church started. And the blessing that God has produced in my life and I know in many of yours through the word that's been given through him and Mrs. Moore both. How many liked that sermon last Sunday? If you ain't still fired up on that, you got too close to the water afterwards because that one ought to keep you on fire for a while. Amen? Amen. God's wanting to do good things. So anyway. We'll wait till Sunday, and we'll we'll hear Brother Moore. And if something changes, then we'll hear somebody else. <laughs> right? I think I think one of the mottos of this church is be ready. Be ready. So, you know what? I just be ready all the time. I quit not I quit being unready, and I tried to stay ready. Glory to God. Well, let's uh, open our Bibles to Proverbs four, and we'll talk about some stuff. Um, you know, I was uh, talking to someone yesterday morning, and they were telling me about some things that had been going on in the past couple of weeks, that when you hear about it, you absolutely know it could not have happened the way it happened unless the Lord choreographed it. I mean, some of the things that came to pass, and, and the places he was, and the pla- and, and it was just... And, and it, it excited you because you realize that God is putting people in this season, and He's always been doing it, but right now in a place at a time where they need to be. Because it's not just about what they thought they were going to do. There's so many more things that are going to happen. And, and it's, it's God's people, the righteous people, the just people. That's God's people. Everybody in here, you righteous and just? Because that's what we're going to talk about today. So if you're not righteous and just... You can get saved. If you're saved, you're righteous and just. Whether you know it or not, and actually righteous and just are the same word. Amen? Same, same word in the, in the uh, uh, concordance. If you look them up, they're the same word. If you're just, you're righteous. And you're not just righteous. You're just and you're righteous. Amen? And And, and, the, and the Lord quickened the verse to me, Went while that was right after i had that conversation and and he said it's in proverbs 4:18 4:18 and 19 but 4:18 specifically said but the path of the just is as a shining light that shines more and more unto a perfect day the path of the just you'll start here and it's bright and as you keep going it gets brighter and it gets brighter. And what, what's happening? God's revealing more and more light. And, and what you thought started off, you know, God said, I want you to go do this. And so you said, okay. And so you stepped out to do that. But you're the just. So anywhere you step, you're, you're in a situation to be a blessing. Amen? You're in a situation to speak a word. You're in a situation to pray, to for healing to happen, deliverance to happen. But, you're in a position. And so the minute you step onto that path, the, the next thing God's got you to do, things begin to happen. And you take another step, and this person comes in. And, but wait a second, I was here to do this. Yeah, and I got you here to do this too. And you take another step, and two people come over here, and another thing happens over here, and somebody blesses you over here, and you bless somebody else over here, and, you're, and, and it's getting brighter and brighter and brighter as you go. Amen? And, and you see more and more of His love and, and, you, and, you, and you, the revelation of His Word and what He's got you there for. Right. That you realize, and and, 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 and and He said to me, you need to realize this every day that you step out of your house. And I know we've talked about this before, but as the just, as the righteous, every place we go, when we wake up in the morning, we need to realize that the light we have right there is going to get brighter. And brighter, and by the end of the day, it should be so bright that you're looking back and you're giving testimonies of God's goodness of what everything He did in your day, not in your week, in your day. You'll start. We'll get to the place where we're giving hourly reports. Yeah. Thank you, Lord. Amen. There are so many people in the world hurting. In fact, is look at the next verse. This is proof that there are so many people in the world hurting. The way of the wicked, you know what the wicked is? Unjust. It's it's not that they don't, they they could have the same path. They could be just as just, if you will. Amen? (laughs) I like being just as just. But they could be just. But the way of the wicked is darkness. There are people everywhere in darkness. When when we're walking in the light and it's getting brighter and brighter, when we see things, we don't stumble over them. Why? We see them. Because the light points them out. When you're in darkness, you're stumbling over everything. You're, you're missing steps. You're, you're, you're hurting over here. You're hurting over there. Your family's hurting. Your job's no good. Your finances are a mess. Your heart hurts. And you got no answer. But... The just are here. Amen? The just are here. Glory to God. Aren't you glad to be the righteousness of God in Christ? You are righteous, and because you are, because I am, we have so much greater call, and, and every day, we wake up, and God says, okay, do this, and you say, well, I'm going to work today. Yep, that's what you're going to That's the light you got right now, and you head to work, and the, and the light gets brighter. Oh, I need you to call this person. Oh, Mrs. Moore said, call these three people. Yeah, yeah Mrs. Moore's part of my light. Yeah. Yeah. Brothermore's a big part of my light too. They say, I need you to do this, I want you to do that. And and you what the light starts getting brighter, and what you realize is that God's allowing you to see and be a part of these things, and it's shining brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. Glory to God. What, What a good thing to be the just. Right? I'm just that way. Glory to God. When I read something about the righteous, I'm going to say, I'm just that way. When I read something about the just, I'm just that way. That's the way I'm just. Like that. Glory to God. You know, the, 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 the path of the just is not a path we choose. That's why the path of the just is, is, is as a light in the shine, because God chose that path. If, if the just chooses another path, does he become unjust? No, he becomes unusable. Amen? Yeah. How, how, many, how many Christians walk in their own walk? Right? <laughs> Living in the curse. You, if, if you're walking your own walk, I've done it, and really I don't look any different at that point than the world. When I walk my own walk, when you walk and do what you want to do, how you want to do it, the way you think it should be done, do you look any different than the guy beside you that's never that's never known God one minute in his life. No, because you're doing it the exact same way. But when we wake up with purpose, because we're the righteousness of God in Christ, because we're the just, we've been justified through faith in the blood of Jesus Christ. We've been made alive. We've been rescued. We've been kept. We've been preserved. We've been justified. Glory to God, and because we are, we walk. We, we are able to walk in that light. Amen. The path of the just. If you're if the an unjust person could not walk in that path because he's not just, he couldn't see. The light would be too bright. He couldn't see what was going on because he he doesn't have the ability to do what God put him there to do. When he gets that ability, though, every day when we have that ability, we can walk out this good, good news. Amen? And, and give daily testimonies of God's goodness. The just, the path of the just is as a shining light that shines more and more unto a perfect day. So it starts here, and you just keep going. So when you wake up in the morning, you're like, it may not seem like it's very bright, but it's just enough to get on that first step, right? Right? And then then you, you take that step. And see, that, that remember what it says in about three or four other places in the Bible. It says, the just shall live by faith. Right. right? So as you take that step of faith, this is my light. So you took that step. You didn't see what you were supposed to do. You just knew one thing. Take that step. Right? Go to work. Go to work. Right? If you didn't hear go to work, you probably weren't listening to the Bible. People say, God told me not to work. No. The Bible says in many places you're supposed to work, so God didn't tell you not to work. Right? I don't know what your job is, but you're supposed to work. Everybody to understand this now? Everybody to understand this now? Now love me back. Come on. All right, I got it. Thanks. All right, I got it. So you take that next step, step of faith. Why? Because that's how the just live. It's It's not how the just act It doesn't say the just will act in faith. It says the just will live by faith. In other words, they'll have life. The just will keep, be kept by faith. The just will be preserved by faith. The just will be nourished up by faith. So as you go, you're getting stronger. Why? Because the light's getting greater and greater, and you're getting stronger. And, And the things that God's allowing you to see and do are getting bigger. And he's enabling you every step of the way because the grace is getting stronger because when you walk by faith, you're the humble. Right? You're leaning on somebody else. Right? Look at, look at Jeremiah, uh, what, 17? I don't think it's in my notes. We're going to look at it because it makes it makes this look better. <laughs> Jeremiah 17, 5. Jeremiah 17, 5. Thus saith the Lord, cursed be the man that trusts in man. Now, the man you're usually trusting in is you. Right? Don't, don't look at that verse like it's talking about, cursed is the man that trusts in Dave. That's not what it means. Cursed is the man who trusts in himself. That's, that's pride. That is prideful. Basically, this, and and what is it, 1 Peter 5, where it says God resists the proud and gives grace to the humble. And this is the, this, these verses prove this out. It says, Cursed is the man that trusts in man that makes, makes flesh his arm. In other words, w- w- if my strength, if my light is me, then I'm in trouble. And, and worse than that, you're, you're in trouble if I was supposed to do something for you. <laughs> right? <laughs> because I'm unreliable. Because the flesh is totally unreliable. It says, "It is says, the man that trusts the man and makes flesh his arm, and who de- whose heart departs from the Lord.' In other words, who's unwilling to listen to what God says. The way you listen to God is in your heart. If your heart's departed from Him, you're not hearing from Him. If you're if you're walking the path of the just, you're hearing from Him on an ongoing basis. You're having a conversation with Him. You're in communication with Him. You know, lately. Because I've been looking at some of this stuff, God's been having me do things, and and I don't know if he ever does this to you, but he'll say, you know, I want you to go home a different way today. And I'll think, why, wow, is, go, is something going on? And and I keep, and I start thinking. Now, you guys probably don't do this, but I think, it'd be way quicker to go this way. Right? <laughs> you know, it'd be way quicker to just go this way. And, and, I, and I'd start, and I'd start, and I'd think, well, that's just me, so I think I can go the other way. And then I'd start to go the other way, and God would say, wow, you're not going to listen, huh? And he'd say it just like that, and I'd say, oh no, if you say go this way, I'm going this way. And I'd go that way, and I'd say, okay God, what was going on the other way? He goes, nothing, I just wanted you to hear me. And I'm like, huh. And he's done that to me four or five times in the last two weeks. And there was no reason for me to do it other than he said. And that's important to note. Because that's what he's saying. The path of the just, just people, just do what he says because he said it. They don't need a reason. They don't need that. Some of them aren't like me. They don't even argue with him. You know, they say, well, it'd be so much quicker. You know, and, and of course, I've done this with Mrs. Moore and gotten in trouble, and then I've done it right. Done it both ways. And I'm getting better and better. Uh, my past getting brighter and brighter. <laughs> but you know, they'd say, do it th- do do it this way. And you'd be like, why? It'd be so much simpler. Just to, couldn't we? You know, and, and then you even text, you go, and she go, no. And, and she doesn't explain it. Why? Because the Lord told them to do it this way. It'd be no different than me saying, I'll go this way and it'll be okay, right God? And he'd say, no, because I told you to go this way. And it wasn't that I was going to have, and I wasn't going to have a massive wreck if I went the other way. He just wanted to know if I would do it. I remember one time I was in a church service before this church existed, and they were having an altar call. <laughs> and god said go forward i'm like huh my like, god i'm, I'm good <laughs> I'm, I'm saved born you know born again filled with the holy ghost feeling pretty good about myself right you know been teaching bible studies been doing a lot of stuff for you he's like yeah go forward i'm like really i need to repent what have i done you know he said go forward I'm like, oh, that's just me, you know, because the emotion of the service. It's a good service, and it's just me thinking I need to go forward. And he said, no, it's not. It's me telling you to go forward. <laughs> and man, I argued with him through most of the altar, so the, whatever they call the song, before you go to the altar. And I said, okay, Lord, I, I believe this is you. If not, I'm at the altar, and I'll repent.
1: <laughs>
0: so I go to the altar, and I... And I Just, you know, at this church, you go to the altar, you got on your knees, and that's what you did. So I go to the altar, I get on my knees, and after I get get to the altar, other people start coming. And he said, if you wouldn't have done that, they wouldn't have come. And I thought, glory to God. God's an encourager. He's an encourager, and he'll use the just to encourage, Right? You know, every time God tells us to do something contrary to our flesh, we don't need to think that we've done something wrong. That's right. Right? We've not done anything wrong. He's he's got purpose. And as you take that step, the light will get brighter. And as you take the next step, the light will get brighter. Amen? And, And it doesn't matter what the position you are in at the time. If you'll take the step... He'll even tell you after you took the step why you took it. But not until you take the step. If I'd have never left my seat, I'd have never known. I'd have never known. This side of heaven anyway. Now, he might have replayed it for me in heaven. You know, there may be a few things we get replayed in heaven. And you'll say, Lord, have mercy. I'm so sorry. And he'll say, it's okay. I forgive you. But... Do you want to be forgiven or do you want to be right? I want to be forgiven and right, but I'm just saying, do I want to need to be forgiven or do I want to be right? And if we just follow that leading, then the just will always hear what God has to say. And the just will always do what he says. Why? Because the just shall live by faith. By faith. And by faith we hear from God. And by faith we do what he says, right? Faith hears, faith does, and, and as we do, and it's the just that do these things. Right? It's the righteous, it's the just, it's the ones who know they can hear from God and are willing to even look like a fool if that's what they think they are. If God tells you something to do something, I'm guessing that you're not going to look like a fool. And if you think you're going to look like a fool, like I did. You're full of pride anyway. I need to come to the altar and repent. So <laughs> I probably was up there purposely. Amen? <laughs> and, 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 you know, the thing about it is, is, is we want to be in the position always to hear from God because we're the just. We're the ones that are going to make a difference in the situation. He uses us in places, to maybe in no words, maybe words. Maybe actions. But he's using us to change the atmosphere of every situation. Amen? And if we choose if we, by, if we choose not to listen to him, he's going to have to find somebody else. Or that doesn't get done that day. Now, I don't want to answer to him anymore. I'm not saying I haven't had to answer to him. But I don't want to answer to him anymore for not doing what he says. Amen? Amen? Because I know I can trust Him. Because the path of the just is like a shining light that gets brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. So I can know that I can trust Him. I can be confident that whatever He tells me to do... Where were we at? Jeremiah 17? Go back to Jeremiah 17. I can be confident if I'm walking out my faith, the just shall live by faith, that I'm not doing this. If, I'm not, if my heart hasn't departed from the Lord, look at the next verse. It says, He shall be like a heath. I don't know what a heath is, but I don't want to be one. I thought it was a candy bar. <laughs> apparently, apparently, it's not something good like a candy bar. Yeah, so That's all I'm going to tell you about that. But here's the part that bothers you and makes you know that you're walking unjustly. You shall not even see when good comes. How would you like to be blind to goodness? That's what happens when we act in pride. If I had chosen not to hear God and come down that aisle, then I wouldn't have seen the good. I'd have completely missed it. But worse than that, if I refuse, I wouldn't even see when good comes anyway. I'm blind to it at this point. Why? Because I don't have any light. I'm in darkness. I have no light. I'm not on the, pr- the path that shines brighter and brighter unto a perfect day. I'm on the path that gets darker and darker unto a perfect night, I guess. But it gets darker and darker. And, and I don't, don't want to be on that path. And, and if you go back and go to the next verse, this, this, this is who we want to be. Blessed! Yeah. Blessed! Blessed is the man that trusts in the Lord. That's the righteous people. That's the just people. That's the one whose hope is in him. It says the just hope. I'm trying to quote a verse that I didn't put on my thing. But it says that basically the just have hope. The, the, the wicked have no expectation. That's, that's the, these are pro, if you go to the Proverbs and look up just and then type it in and, then, and move it over into righteous and it will put them all up there, you have verse after verse and we're going to go through several of them that talks about the the hope of the just the goodness of the just the the good things that the just gets to do the wealth of the just amen it's a good thing but this is blessed is the man who trusts in the lord whose hope is whose hope the lord is next verse he shall be like a tree planted by the waters that spreads out its roots by the river who shall not see when evil comes, when heat comes, he won't even see the bad stuff. In other words, it'll be 105 degrees and he'll be walking around whistling. Isn't it a good day? Good things are happening. Ain't nothing bad going on. You know who was like this right here? This is Paul. This is the Apostle Paul. He's in jail singing. He, he, you know, the world would say he's too stupid to even know where he's at. He's singing. And he wasn't singing an old dirge or something, whatever they call those Say, He wasn't like, Oh, you poor me. The Lord's put me in jail. Don't know what I'm going to do. Don't know why He put me here. He's singing praises. He's thanking God for putting Him in the ministry. For he's, His path is growing brighter and brighter. And brighter. And the miracle happened at the end of it. And it wasn't the walls being shaken. It wasn't the doors opening. It was the jailer getting saved. That was the culmination of Paul's trip to prison. And it started with stonings. In Lystra, I think it was Lystra, stonings in Lystra, it went to to being persecuted and then stripes on your back and Iconium was a bad place and, you know, he went from place to place and at the end of this he's in prison singing. Glory to God. That's the path of the just right there. It does, he's not looking at his surroundings. He's looking at the light that's getting brighter and brighter, and it's taking him to a point. Every place that he stopped, Lystra, Derby, Iconium, all these places that he stopped, Antioch, some bad things happened, but it says people were added to the church. People were saved. And that's all he saw. You know, and this is somebody that got stoned until they thought he was dead. You know, i got to be honest with you. I get stoned until people think I'm dead. If I do wake up, I'm going to be angry. (laughs) I'm just telling you where I'm at today, okay? People stone me until they think I'm dead. I'm in pain. I'm not going to be happy when I come out of this. I'm going to be looking for somebody that had a rock in his hand. Right? But if we act as the just like Paul did, we're not looking for vengeance. No, no, no. We're looking for justice. No, we don't want them hurt. We want them to be saved. That kind of justice. Amen? The kind of justice that love gives. I know you were wrong, but Jesus died for you. He wants you. Amen? Paul was looking... For his next stop. He was he was on a path. And the light had gotten brighter and brighter the whole time. Everything he had done. And at the end of it, I mean, he met Lydia. Her whole house was saved. She was dealing in purple. Man, purple must have been a good thing back then. I don't know. I'm going to give me a purple suit or something. But she's dealing in purple. And she's a wealthy lady. He comes in. Her whole house is saved. Stays with her for a while. Gets put in jail. All because, of what, well, shouldn't what it, I'd have been saying, man, I knew I should have left here. And God would say, I told you to stay there. Paul didn't leave. He stayed. And he didn't come He didn't say, man, if I had just left a day earlier, I wouldn't be in jail right now. He kept walking in that light. Right. That is a miracle. And that is what the just can do. The just can do that. We can walk on this path in such a light that we don't, we don't hardly even notice when others do us wrong. We don't see when we're in a bad place. We, we are protected. The only time you see you're in a bad place is if you missed a turn that God told you to take. Yeah. Amen? Because yeah. we're on our way somewhere. We're on our way to the end of that light, to, the, to that perfect day. And don't you know that jailer thought it was a perfect day when he got born again. You know, he, he didn't even think about the walls shaking. He didn't think about, he didn't, he it didn't turn him when the walls shook. It didn't turn him when the doors opened. It turned him when Paul said, we're all still here. The love of God. The care for his life. Glory to God. You got to be walking in the light to stay in jail when the doors open. Right? Because your flesh is saying, "Zoom time! Let's get out of this place. Maybe we can get back someday and get and talk to this jailer." No, Paul didn't even. Not only did Paul not leave, not only did Paul not leave, none of the rest of them left. So he had already won them all over. It's the miracle was the salvation. But the miracles that it took to get to that place were were orchestrated by God through Paul by him refusing to step off the path that he was put on. I'm going to use Rick's verse. He he lets me use it every now and then. It says, A good man's steps are ordered by God. That's a Dave paraphrase, but that's really close. It's like Kevin. They're in there. It's in the Psalms, like 30-something. I can tell you where it is in my Bible because I can turn to it. It's on about this page. But a good man steps. It's not just saying that he's saying do this, do this, do this. He's saying I'm going to give you orders. Here's your orders. You're a good man. Here's your orders. You're a good woman. Here's your orders. And, And as he gives you those orders... You take those orders. Paul had orders. If you, if you look clear back, in fact, this is the verses that Brother Moore was on for, for months probably, that said they, they prayed in the Holy Spirit and fasted, and then they, they prayed over Paul and, and uh, Barnabas and sent them on their way in the Holy Spirit. Sent them on their way, and on their way wasn't just that first city. It was every city they were going to. But they had, they had one direction, and that's where they were heading. And they were following that path. Glory to God. It was the path of the just. And at the end of it, people got say, When we follow our path, when we do the things. Because, you know, people look at that and they say, well, God's a respecter of persons. Why does why he do this for this person this and this for this person? You know, even like these verses we read in Jeremiah. You know, it says, cursed is the man. God didn't do anything. The rain never changes. The rain never changes. Remember what it says in Matthew 5. If you want to be like children of your father, who reigns on the just, right, <laughs> and the unjust. Now, what happens to those two people are a totally different thing. Think about this. If you had an oven and you put clay in it, what would happen? It'd get hard. Yeah, Miss Donnis knows. What if you put wax in it? It'd melt. So same heat, two different things happen. Amen? And and see, that's where God, that's where, that's where people get mixed up with God. They think God is, they, they call God unjust. And they start questioning, why did this happen this way and this happened this way? Why did this happen this way and this happened this way? You know what? You gotta know what's in the ground before you can tell what's gonna come up. Right? The rain falls. The dirt produces. It brings forth. That's what it's designed to do. If you put poison ivy in your ground, guess what you're getting ready to harvest? Because the rain's coming. If you're a just person and you plant the Word of God, think about Deuteronomy 28, the, the blessing and the cursing. Right? Deuteronomy 28, verse 1. Let's look at it. I'm, I'm, I'm out there off my notes. Let's just stay off of them. And it shall come to pass, thou shalt hearken diligently, do what? Hearken diligently, hear diligently, hear diligently. How how does it get in your heart, hearing it? Hear diligently, the voice of the Lord, the voice. In other words, hear what he's saying, and if you hear what he's saying, then you do, you observe to do all that he said. Right? That's what he's saying. If you'll do this, so in other words, if you do this, you're the just. And the path you're getting ready to walk on, this is what happens on that path. The Lord will set you on high above all the nations. Why? Because you're doing this. It's it's not a tit for tat. It's this is what happens on this path. Right? It's going to rain. And if it rains and this is what's in your ground, guess what's getting ready to come up? Verse verse 2. Here's what's getting ready to come up. All these blessings will come upon you and overtake you. Why? Because it's going to rain. It's going to rain and you hearken diligently to my word. So the word is planted in your good soil of your heart and it's getting ready to rain. And when it does, these blessings are going to come on you and overtake you. And as they overtake you, you'll you'll even listen more apparently (laughs) if you'll hearken to the voice of your God when they overtake you. Verse 3. Blessed you'll be in the city. Why? Because it's raining in the city. It's raining in the country, it's raining when you go out, it's raining when you come in, or the other thing that's happening is the sun's shining, either place. Sun does the same thing, that causes things to grow, right? So he's sun and he's rain, and he's shining on everybody, and he's raining on everybody, and what, what they have in them is what's getting ready to come up if they're hearkening diligently to His Word, if they're the just who hear His Word and are blessed by it, then that, when that rain and that sun hits them, they're exploding and growing and, and they're bearing and bringing forth good fruit. Amen? And And if they're on down, well, if you go down, what is it around, I don't know, like verse 15 maybe? Let's try it. Yep, look at that. I read... Whew, sharp as a tack. Thank you, Lord. The Holy Ghost is good is what's happening. But it shall come to pass if you won't. What's he saying? People who hear, blessed. People who don't, cursed. He's not got blessings and curses waiting to throw them. He's saying, I'm going to rain. And if the seed in your ground is bad, you're getting ready to get a bad harvest. He rains on the just and the unjust. That's why it's also important to claim your justification all the time. Call yourself the righteousness of God in Christ. Amen. Call yourself the righteous. Don't don't let the if, if bad things start happening. Say that's not mine. That's not. I'm the blessed. I'm the blessed. And then say, God, if did I get off one step, here, shine that light back. I'll, I'll get back on. Amen. But it, you know, the, it's it's no these. This this is where people, they say, well, He acted differently towards one people than He didn't. No, God never changes. He never, ever changes. He reigns, and if there's a just person here and an unjust person there, they both got wet hair. (laughs) Both of them. They both got to change clothes, right? But, on their ground, the just person... He's planted the Word of God. He's he's been listening to the Southwest Believers Convention. He's been listening to to humility. (laughs) Glory to God. He's been listening to the Word of God. And and, and that Word's in his heart in abundance. And when that rain comes, it saturates him. And that that Word begins to come forth, and it brings forth fruit. Right? And the other guy, the same exact same thing happens. The only difference is he did not put nothing good in the ground. Did you know that in my backyard, Joe can attest to it, I've planted no grass, but it's green. Now, it's not green with grass, and you don't want to walk on it because it's going to hurt your feet if you're barefooted because it grows weeds without any work. (laughs) Without any work. My yard in the very back grew weeds. Took no work whatsoever. Weeds will come up, and it's going to rain. And when it does, they'll get bigger and bigger and bigger, unless you dig them up, right, (laughs) and plant something good. Right? And so the just need to make sure. If If you're the just, you need to make sure you're hearing the Word of God. You're listening to to the goodness of God. You're, you're claiming the goodness of God in your life. You're, you're, you're letting the word be your God. You're letting the word into your heart in, in in major proportions. Why? Because it's getting ready to rain. How much do you want to sow? Right? It's getting ready to rain. Yep. Amen? Yep. You know we we at the other building we have this stuff that you spray on the rocks. And when you spray it on the rocks, it it doesn't kill the weeds. It just sits there. But when it rains, it goes down into the ground, and not only does it kill the weeds, it keeps them from growing back for a year, and I really like that. I think that's cool because I don't like to weed eat, and I really feel bad about anybody that has to. And I'm just going to be right there with them. I, I just don't, I don't know why you would want to weed eat, you know. It's kind of like jogging. You're just not going to smile and weed eat. Just... <laughs> uh-uh. No, you got grass all over you. You're sweating. It's not good. It's not a good thing. But, but needless to say, this is a good thing, right? But it took rain to make it happen. And, and that's what God is. He is the unchanging element in our lives. And if we will put things in front of that unchanging element that are of Him, that, that bless Him, that, that cause Him, enable Him to bless us, which blesses Him, then, then it, they'll come on us and they'll overtake us. And if we don't put those things in, Then the rain still comes and other things will overtake us. So, you know, there's been times in my life I've been overtaken by things that I didn't want. But I didn't look back and say, God. Now why'd that happen? Because I didn't have to. And if you ever ask that question, expect an answer. Because the first thing he's going to say is, I didn't do it. I just rained. (laughs) I just rained. I just shined. And that, that's one of the things that we have to get in our heart. God doesn't change. He didn't change from the Old Testament to the New Testament. Right. There's no change in God. Right. People say, yeah, he's much nicer in the New Testament. No, he was so nice in the New- Old Testament, he let them live. That's him. That's right. yeah, and, and, and they couldn't even come to his presence. It's And the verses match up over and over again. You know how you... How you were rescued in the Old Testament, you believed His Word unto righteousness. Yeah. Re- remember what it said about Noah in Hebrews 11, uh, 11 and 7. It said, Noah, yeah, thank you, being warned of God, of things not seen as of yet, moved with fear. In other words, moved with fear. What? He trusted God. I mean, you're talking about somebody had to trust God because he's, he's just been given a huge task. Right? And, you know, again, if I'm Noah, I'm like, man, can we build a small boat? We just need eight people. Wasn't it eight? Something like that? Then God said, no, you got to have all the animals too. Wow. That's a lot of big scoopers. <laughs> huh? Don't you? I mean, Noah had to think about all these things. There was work. I mean, I don't know how many animals there was in that day, but it was going to be a job. Be, you know, your justness not get tested right there. But Noah was just. It says being warned of these things, he moved with fear, prepared an ark to the saving of his house, and by which he condemned the world. The very same scripture, the very same act of God that saved the world condemned the world. Jesus. If you believe in Him... Hey, some of you are looking at me funny. John 3.18. John 3.18. He that believeth on Him is not condemned. Right? Right? For God so loved the world that that, that He gave His only begotten Son that whosoever believeth on Him should not perish but have everlasting life. But now He's going to tell the other side of that. He that believes on Him Everlasting life. No, just. He who believes on Him is just. Justified. But he that believes not is condemned already. The very same act that saved man is what condemns man. Remember, it's not God's choice whether we go to heaven or hell. It's our choice. So what what He did was He said, I'm giving you a choice right here. And, And by doing that, Basically, what he says, I'm going to reign. I'm going to reign love all over the world. And what I'm going to reign it on is your believer. And if you'll believe in that love, you'll be saved. If you believe not in that love, you'll be condemned. And he's not saying, he's not saying, I'm going to condemn you. He's saying, you'll be condemned. Right? Did it say? I'm reading it here. They're condemned already. Why? Because they believe not in the only begotten Son of God of God. God doesn't change. He's the same God in the Old Testament as He is in the New Testament. He's the same God. He provided salvation. Abraham got righteousness by faith. Amen? Abraham was accredited. He was given salvation by faith in what was going to happen thousands of years later. Because he believed that when God said, through your seed, all the nations of the earth will be blessed. So what did he do? He actually believed in Jesus Christ. You can't believe in Jesus Christ and then say, Lord, I believe, and not be saved. So God gave him righteousness on credit until Jesus came. Right? Glory to God. What a good thing. And now we get righteousness... Right here, right now. Available every moment of every day. And if we're the just walking on our path, we'll walk that by people who need it every day. Every day. You'll walk that salvation by somebody. You'll be on the path, you know, this little light, and then you walk, and there's two people over here. They don't know Jesus. Wow. Anything I can do for you today? God opens up a door. I don't know how it's going to happen. Right? I have no idea how it's going to happen. I mean, the jailer... I mean hopefully he doesn't have to put you in jail and and sing you have to sing. But if you do, you can, right? Because right. the just can do that. Yeah. Amen. But but we're we're we are we are as the people of God, as the, right, as the righteous, as the just, we are his hands and feet. And everywhere we walk, we the, the enemy, darkness is in danger. Why? Because we bring light. Darkness is in danger. There's never going to be a place where light walks where darkness can stay. Right. Amen? Amen? And as we walk in that path that's getting brighter and brighter and brighter, you may not know the next person you're going to talk to, but you're getting ready to talk to somebody. You're getting ready to pray for somebody. You're getting ready to be involved in something you didn't think you were going to be involved in. If, if, we're, if we're willing, if we're willing to be used in that capacity, he'll use us every day of our lives. Yes. Amen? Because we're the just. Got any just people in here today? Yes. Just as good. Yes. Amen? Just, just, as, just people bring forth good things. What's it say in Matthew... Uh, I do have this verse somewhere. Matthew 12 and 35. Matthew 12 35. A good man. Good man. Just man. A good man out of the good treasure of the heart brings forth good things. Now, it doesn't, doesn't say he brings forth good things for himself. It says he brings forth good things. Good people, godly people, are bringing forth good fruit. They're bringing it forth. And that, that's, what, that's the key to all this. You are producing something. <laughs> Every person in the world is producing something. Amen? I mean, if you're selfish, you're producing selfish fruit. You're bringing forth fruit of what's in your heart. If you're you're a a person of love, if you're a person of faith, if you're a person of God, then you're bringing forth good fruits. You're bringing forth good things. You're bringing forth things that give life. You're bringing forth words that make make whole. You're bringing forth a a change in the atmosphere, peace. You're bringing forth joy. You're bringing forth things that, that are within you that God put in you through His Word. Amen. And that that's what we're trying to do. We're, we're, a, a just person is the character of a just person. If you'll go, and we'll go through a few of these, but in if you'll go through the Proverbs, it shows time after time after time the character of a just and righteous person. Amen. Let's look at a few of them. I'll see if I can find them. Since my notes are a little bit jumbled just, just a hair. Because we only want, you know what Mrs. Moore did the other day? And she, and she prayed it, and Brother Moore prays it all the time, too. We only want exactly what God wants out there. We don't want to add anything to it, and we don't want to subtract anything from it. And so we want exactly that. Amen? Amen. Habakkuk 2 and 4. Oh, no, that's not what I want. Sorry. Proverbs 21. Habakkuk 2 and 4 is the gesture by faith, by the way. Amen. Actually, Habakkuk 2 and 4 is 1 Peter 5. It says, if your soul it says his soul which is lifted up and is not upright in him, behold him, which but the just shall live by faith. In other words, the prideful man is going to get resisted. The one that's living by faith gets the grace. Amen. Proverbs 21. It says the desire of the slothful 25. I'm sorry. Proverbs 21, 25 says, The desire of the slothful kills him. For his hands refuse to labor. It doesn't say his hands can't labor. He refuses to. That's all I'm going to say about that. (laughs) Let's go to the (laughs) 26. Hey, nobody ever needed to tell me if a verse was talking about me, so I'm not going to tell you if it's talking about you. (laughs) If it's talking about you, there it was. Repent, get your job back, and go. Amen? (laughs) The slothful person he's still talking about, he covets greedily all day long. But the righteous person, here's the character of the righteous. He gives, and not only does he give, he gives extra. Yes. Well, why does he give it? Because he can. Why? Because the righteous is blessed. Amen? A righteous person gives. They are children of their Father, the ultimate giver. The ultimate giver. So it is in us. I like the way Kevin said, we are built to give. If we don't give, that's why selfish people are so miserable. Because they're literally built, their their connection to God has been cut off, but they're built to give. We're built in His image. And when we stop giving, there's a a clog. The drain's clogged. Right? And you're going to back up. (laughs) I like that. Man, that's not in my notes for sure. Thank you, Lord. Glory to God. Thank you, Lord. That, that, but giving is a characteristic of the just. The just that's walking on this path that's getting brighter and brighter, he's already a giver. Right? So you just take your next step and God says, Oh, by the way, I, I know this wasn't in the plan, but give to them. Well, yeah, I've already got a check here in my back pocket. Look, why? Because you're always ready. You're, you're the good Samaritan. Right? You packed everything you needed for the trip because you knew God was going to use you. you know, that's one of the things that we need to do as Christians. we need to be more prepared to be used. That, that's why you know I love the way Mrs. Moore put that on Sunday when she said the reason that they need to prosper that they do prosper is because they've got to give it.' They're, you know everywhere they go, God gives them the opportunity to sow and if you're not prosperous, it's really hard to sow that way. Amen. Prosperity is good. Money. Not your God. Good thing to have to bless people with. Horrible God. Horrible God. Horrible God. The nature of a righteous man is a giver. Why? Because he has the nature of his Father. Amen? Amen. Proverbs 12. 12, 12.12. Says the wicked desires a net of evil. Men's added, but the root of righteousness yields fruit. Fruits added too. If you look look at this in the in the Young's Literal, the wicked hath desired a net of evil of evildoers. In other words, the wicked wants the wicked wants a whole bunch of evildoers around them, right? <laughs> and the root of the righteous they give they give the root of the righteous gives in other words what's it do it brings forth fruit for others the reason out of a good man's heart if a good man didn't need to get it to others why bring it forth why bring it forth if it's not for somebody else right because you already had it it was in your heart so there's only one reason to bring it forth is for somebody else so out of out of out of a good man out of the abundance of a good man's heart out of the good in a good man good treasure he brings forth good fruit. Amen? And, and that, that's what God would have us do. He, he wants us to bear good fruit. Why? Because you giveth. You giveth. Was that what I said? Giveth. Giveth. Are you givethers? Yes. Amen. Sound like Daffy Duck. Givethers. <laughs> Proverbs 3.3. Cursed of the Lord is the house of the wicked. Why? Because God never changes. He's raining. And if your house is not in His neighborhood, you're going to likely have a flood. (laughs) Right? He's going to rain. That's what's going to happen. He's going to rain. He's going to shine. That's what He does. He, He does not change. The house of the wicked, or the curse of the Lord is on the house of the wicked. My verse went away. Huh? Did I say Proverbs 3, 30, oh, 3.33, sorry, 3.33. Did I say 3.33, because there isn't a 33 Proverbs, so. yeah. right? Because it's talking to all those women's in 31. <laughs> and all the men said, thank God, because that's a good thing, <laughs> amen. Curse of the Lord, the curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but blessed... But he blesseth the habitation of the just. The just house is blessed. In other words, just walking into their house, there is a blessing in their house. In your house, in my house. Are you the righteous? Are you the just? Your house is blessed. Every time you go and say, that's a blessed place. I'm going to walk in this blessed place because that's where blessings happen. Amen? And if your house is full of blessings, guess what you can do? Bless others. Amen? You know, a blessing contained is no longer a blessing. If you take that blessing, oh, gosh, I'm glad I got this blessing. Stay away from my blessing. It's not a blessing anymore because it just hurts you. It's not that somebody else didn't get it. It just hurts you because you coveted the blessing. Amen? The blessing is something to be shared. Glory to God, because it's bigger than you can handle or I can handle anyway. The blessing that's in your house so big that you don't even know how big it is right now. Amen? But you, we're getting more light, aren't we? Yes. Yes. Glory to God. Um, Keep going. Proverbs 11.30. We'll do a few more of these just because we can. And you know, what you say after all these, you say, blessed is my habitation. I'm just that way. I'm just that way. I'm just that way. That's the way I'm just. Amen? It's not... You know, everybody said, yeah, I'm justified. Sins are forgiven. No, you want to be that plus this. Right? You want your sins forgiven and you want your habitation blessed. A- amen? And you want to be this and you want to be that. You want, and, and I want... The fruit of the righteous, the fruit of the just is a tree of life... And he that wins souls is wise. Whew. You have soul winner bloodline. The righteous people of this earth are, have the bloodline of the greatest soul winner of all times, Jesus Christ. He came. He, he, he conquered. He conquered the grave, death, hell, and the grave. He saved every soul that would ever be saved. And now we're out here to win those. Glory to God. Glory to God. And why? Because you're the righteous. The, the, the unrighteous aren't out there saving souls. The unjust. Why? Because unjust don't care. Unjust are thinking about them. They're just about them. We're just this way. Amen? Proverbs 10, 11. I'll just read part of these so we can get through a lot of them. The mouth of a just man, the mouth of a righteous man is a well of life. When you're on your path, it's getting brighter and brighter. You always have the right word. You have a word in season to help those that are weary. You have a hug. You have a smile. You have everything in your mouth that a righteous person should have. Right? You don't have any of that negative. I don't know if you're going to make it or not. Right, That's not getting brighter, that's getting darker, right? I saw somebody that had this, and oh boy. Let's just not talk about it, okay? Let's keep it quiet. Maybe it'll just go away. No, the mouth of the righteous has a word in season. The mouth of the righteous knows God's will. The the mouth of the righteous, right? The mouth of the righteous brings life. A well of life. In other words, you can drink from that all you want. Amen. Ten sixteen. The labor of the righteous, the work, anything you do, everything you put your hand to, it tends to life. It tends to. You notice these are all about doing. They're, they're all. Um, so, there's so many of. They're not about what you can get. They're about what you can get to give. Yes. Amen. And and that's that's what the true just person is, is built to do. They're built to get it so they can give it. Amen? And so it's okay to get as much as you want because you're a giver by nature and you're not keeping it long. Amen? Yes. Glory to God. And you'll get some nice things too. You'll probably give them away, but you'll get them. And it's it's more fun to give them. Amen? The lips of the righteous feed many. That's Proverbs 10.31. Proverbs 10.32 says, The lips of the righteous know what is acceptable. They know what to say, when to say it, and how to say it. Right? The lips of the righteous, it's a good thing. you got, you got some pretty lips. Right? You're bringing good news. You're bringing health. You're bringing life. You're bringing the goodness of God. Glory to God. The path of the just. It's getting brighter. Is your, is your path starting to get brighter as we talk about this? Can you feel I mean, it doesn't make you want to wake up tomorrow and say, ah, I see that step. And you're not you're not saying, hmm, should I take that step? Because the football game's on over here. <laughs> football. <laughs> Light. Light. Amen. That's right. and, and, and we don't have to wonder what God's got for us. We get to be excited about what he's got for us. Do we know what it is? No. Not until you get there, but you know it'll be good. Yeah, Knowing it'll be good is what keeps you in prison. <laughs> it's what makes you sing at midnight. You know, if you've been beaten all day, right, drug around and put in stocks, you're not thinking about singing, you're thinking about passing out, really. <laughs> right? and you're all, And you're very offended. Because you didn't do anything wrong, and I don't understand, God, why this is happening. Did you know questioning God's justness is is the most dangerous step you can take? If we ever catch ourselves saying, God, why'd you do this? Or, God, why did this happen? Or, God, why'd they get that and I didn't? Back up and repent right then. Right then, because you just stepped one big step into darkness. And you won't see when the good things come. Amen? It's it's a dangerous place. My mom told me years ago, she said, I don't care what happens, never step off of God as good. Ever. And by His grace, I will not. Thank you, Lord. Proverbs 11.10, When it goes well with the righteous, guess what? The city rejoices. You know what? People are just going to be happy to see you. Amen? <laughs> They're going to be happy. You know what? They're happy that this church is in Branson. Right. They're happy that that church is in Sarasota. Why? Because the righteous people are there, and there's good things happening because those churches are set there. Many other churches like it, but specifically we're the only ones I can speak to. Amen? Amen? When the righteous do well, the city rejoices. The seed of the righteous shall be delivered. Good news, your kids are always going to be taken care of. Glory to God. Glory to God. The thoughts of the righteous, Proverbs 12, 5, are right. Glory to God. When you have a thought, a righteous thought, it's right. When you're the just and you have a thought... And if, if it doesn't line up with God, you're smart enough to say, that's not my thought. You know, I heard a message by Miss Gloria years ago. And she, she was talking about thoughts. And she said, if I get a thought in my head that doesn't line up with what God says, then I just say, hey, that's not my thought. That's what we need to do. If it's not a just thought, remember what it says in Philippians. Think about what's just. What's right. If it's not, that's not my thought. That's not my thought. Glory to God. Glory to God. We're getting some light tonight. Amen. Amen? Amen. A good man leaves an inheritance for his children's children, yes, thank you, Lord. and the wealth of the sinner. Guess who's gets laid up for? I mean, just people I got in here. You, you know, I don't know how many verses it talks about wealth coming into the hands of, of righteous and Christian people, but for. For theologians to say that's spiritual wealth, (laughs) then how did the sinner get it? If it's spiritual wealth, I don't want his spiritual wealth. He's a sinner. I did that all without him. (laughs) I don't need that spiritual wealth. You know, because they talk about spiritual healing. You know, where it says, by whose stripes you were healed. That's spiritual healing. Well, yes, that's true. But it's all healing. And this is all their wealth. Oh, right. Amen. And they don't have any spiritual wealth. They're spiritually poor. So we're going to take their physical money. Amen. Why? Because the righteous will do a good thing with it. It's not that t- we're taking or stealing from somebody. We're actually placing it where it can be of use. Amen. And it's going to happen because the Word says it will. Amen. The righteous give. And spare not. We read that one already. The righteous, when the righteous are in authority, the people rejoice, yes. glory to God. When we're walking the way God built us to walk, sowing the seed that God t- that gives, gives us seed, go, to seed to sow, and we're giving out of that light, and we're we're walking in that light step by step. We are a danger to darkness. We are we are an answer to prayer. We are light we are peace we are joy we are the goodness of god in the land of the living and and we're we're a drink of water to the thirsty we become everything god ever wanted us to be you know that verse that says that that he crea- he, he created us unto good works in, in advance in advance he created us unto good works was it ephesians or somewhere like that that, that's all those good works he's talking about the just they're walking in, they're walking, we're walking towards these works. glory to God and they're already there for us and, and, and the, the, the path of the just it gets brighter and brighter and you see this and you didn't you didn't know about it but now you see it you had it why you, because you had that extra wealth, right? And you're a giver. And and this person, you knew Jesus, so you could lead them to the Lord. And this person, they, they just are in turmoil, but you got the peace of God. Glory to God. And it's getting brighter and brighter. And you begin to know who you are, why you were there. And at the end of it, we see the perfect day. The jailer and his household are saved. Glory to God. Stand to your feet. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I'm the just. I'm just that way. My mouth tends unto life. I'm just that way. I give and I spare not. I'm just that way. That's the way I am. Amen? God is so good. He's helping us, showing us that, you know, these sermons that, like Mrs. Moore on Sunday and the things that Brother Moore going over right now in his sermons, these things are, are built, they're, they're designed to get us not more comfortable in our chairs, but more uncomfortable in our chairs. More unwilling to just be a, a seat-sitting Christian and more willing to be one that walks down that path. Knowing... You don't have to be afraid. You can trust God. You can trust Him every step of the way. He's got your... He's leading. What's it say? He leads you beside still waters. Right? He leads you in the paths of righteousness. And at the end of it, it says, Surely, goodness and mercy will follow me. So He's leading you with His love, and behind you in your rear guard is mercy, goodness and mercy. You're pretty well covered, I think, at that point. That's what that path has. It has light, goodness, mercy, and at the head of it, the Master. Glory to God. You got a song? many people in here have, have had a day where you walked out and you know from the from the minute you stepped out your door your day was orchestrated by God and you got to be a part of things that you all, you didn't even know you were going to get to be a part of and when you left that day were you fired up I'm going to believe God that you all have that day that you have that day every day and that we get on fire and we, we do what Miss Phelous said and we, we begin to work on these things and, and, and realize that we have a purpose everywhere we go and, and, and we can be a witness. Our lives walking down that path and as it gets brighter and brighter, we're bringing people in. Why? They're in darkness. They're attracted to this light. But we got to be the light first. Amen? Amen. Everybody raise their hand towards heaven. If you mean this, pray it with me. Father God, I know that You have a plan, a path lined out for every day of my life. And it's leading me with Your light. And it's getting brighter and brighter. And You are putting people and situations and circumstances in my path that you want to help. And you've given me, by your grace, all the tools necessary to help. I ask, lead me in this path. And I purpose by faith to step it out, step by step. I'll not be afraid. I'll go where you say, I'll be where that is, no matter what it looks like, I'll trust you and I'll see the perfect day. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Walking with God.